Welcome to the Effectual Fervent Prayer Podcast, where we pray to God using the Word of God concerning the things that concern you. I don't know about you, but when I pray, I want my prayers to reach heaven. We know God is going to do His part. And so, here's to us doing ours. Are you ready to pray? Hey fam, it's your girl, Darlisha Minzy, aka Fervent Servant, and I want to welcome you to the Effectual Fervent Prayer Podcast. I am your host and intercessor for today's episode, and I'm ready to get into it. So hey, y'all, it is the end of the year. We have just one more week left before we enter into 2020, and typically around this time, you know, I'm praying like, okay, Lord. What's my word for next year? Like, what am I going to focus on for next year? (laughs) What's going to be the overarching theme of my life for next year? And every time he gives me a word or two of what I can expect for next year or what I can work on or how he wants to show up in my life. But I'm not right there this time. I'm not seeking the face of the Lord for my word for next year, although I may do it sometime later. But today, This week, I really have been just focused on who I am as a child of God. So many people that I know and that are in my timeline are struggling with who they are in God, even though they're saved, even though they're believers, even though they've been serving, even though they've given their life to him, they're giving, even though they're praying, even though... (laughs) you know, they're in the midst of walking the walk. They're questioning and they're unsure and they're struggling. And I have been there, y'all. I've been there more times than I want to even admit. And so I totally understand. And if that's you today, this podcast for today is for you. I don't desire to see my brothers and my sisters struggling. I don't desire to see us questioning who we are in God and if he really loves us and if we're enough and if we're doing enough works. You know, I was doing a show with my friend Precious. It's called The Candor Show on Facebook. We come on Monday nights at seven o'clock and we had a guest on this week and we were just talking about the, the need to perform, how often we feel like we need to perform in order to please God or we need to perform in order for him to love us we need to perform for people to accept us or whatever the case may be, y'all. But life is not a performance. Even though we can feel like we're on a stage <laughs> and we play our parts, life is not a performance. It is a lifestyle. It's something that we're doing every single day, something that we have to step into fully and wholly for each day in order to live it out effectively. And although we don't know what the next day holds, each day we've got to show up present as if it were our last day. And so I just want to encourage you guys today who are listening to this podcast that you do not have to perform. Take the cape off. You're not superwoman. You're not superman. You can take the pressure off of yourself thinking that you must be perfect and thinking that your works is what's going to get the attention of God. They are good. We are anointed for great works. We are anointed for it. But that's not what saves us. It's confessing with our mouth and believing in our heart that Jesus is Lord and that God raised Jesus from the dead, that he holds all power in his hands, that Jesus is the son of God, that he rose for us to be able to live. And so it's up to us now to live. He did all of that dying. He took all of that abuse, all of that mockery, 
all of the stuff that he endured while he was here on earth. He did all of that and died and rose again for us to be able to live this life. I, I, I hope that we are taking the opportunity to actually live it. And living doesn't involve every day questioning who you are, every day questioning what you possess, questioning what you can do. Because what I do know is that God created each and every one of us with a purpose and with a plan, as Jeremiah tells us. And it's going to be for good. Nothing that we go through, nothing that we are, in no way or fashion that God made us is supposed to be an embarrassment to us. It's supposed to be for our downfall. It's supposed to be for our demise. None of it. And he's going to work all things together for our good, according to Romans. And so I just want to read first before we get into prayer. I want to read this passage from Deuteronomy. My friend and I have been doing a Bible study on Deuteronomy, and this just really blessed me. And you guys may have read it, but I want to remind you today about what you have access to as a believer and in reminding you what you have access to. Hopefully that can allude to who you are in Christ and what he thinks of you. Because if he wants to give you all this stuff, if he wants you to have this certain type of life, then that means he thinks very highly of you. And so I want to encourage you to think that of yourself in him, not outside of him, but in him. See yourself the way that God sees you so that you can really show up today, you know, so that you can not only show up for yourself, but for those around you who who look up to you, who love you, who need what you have on the inside of you. It's, it's game over. It's game over for living inside of yourself and in your head and going through these these oppressive thoughts, going through these lies, going through these things that are deceiving you out of purpose and out of power. It is game over for that. And I want to remind you today through Deuteronomy 28, and it's the blessings for obedience. And I'm going to get into that a little bit, but let's go ahead and read. If you have your Bible, I encourage you to grab it. But it says, if And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord, your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord, your God will set you high above the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. If you obey the voice of the Lord, your God, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb and the fruit of the ground and the fruit of your cattle the increase of your herds and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out, y'all. He said blessed over and over and over. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your borns and in all that you overtake and he will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you the Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways and all the peoples of the earth shall see that you were called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you The Lord will make you abound in prosperity in the fruit of your womb and in the fruit of your livestock and in the fruit of your ground within the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the works of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. 
and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail and you shall only go up and not down. If you obey the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I command you today, being careful to do them. And if you do not turn aside from any of the words that I command you today to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. Why did I read that to you today? Because there's so many blessings that are in store for those who obey the voice of the Lord. And most of the time, y'all, as believers, we already know what the Lord is asking us to do. We just don't want to do it. And because of that, we lack being able to see ourselves how he sees us. Now, am I saying you're always walking in disobedience? No, because there have been, at least not knowingly, because there have been times where I just been like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But you know what? I do know what to do. We know that as believers, some of our approaches to God are coming through prayer. They come through worship. They come through fasting. They come through being silent to listen. And sometimes because we're so busy going and going and doing and trying to prove ourselves and trying to work ourselves unto salvation, we forget those very simple things so that we can hear his voice and we can understand who we are in him. We can understand the power that we possess. We can understand what it is that we're supposed to be doing next. But sometimes we're so ready for that next step that we haven't even done the first step that he asked us to do. I don't know if that's you, y'all, but it's been me. It's been me. It's been me uh, plenty of times. Again, more times than I would like to admit, but it's the truth. And in order to be able to walk fully in who God called you to be, it's going to take that first step, that first act of obedience. He's speaking. The question is, are we listening? He's moving. The question is, are we being still enough so that we can sense it? He's working on our behalf, but the question is, are we trying to work so hard on our behalf and become who we think that we're supposed to be that we're missing it? Yeah, Selah. So I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to think about what the Lord has been saying to you. He's been speaking. Think about what he's been saying over time and start with the first thing that he told you. And then he's going to give you the motivation to do the next thing that he told you. Give you the motivation to do the next thing that he told you until you see yourself walking in a pattern of obedience. And when you enter into that pattern of obedience, you'll understand who you are in him. And you'll unlock the access to all these blessings that he talked about here in Deuteronomy 28. This lifestyle of blessings when you come and when you go. He says only above and not beneath. When you... In your, in your barns, in your yard, in your livestock, in your womb. He got the internal blessing and the external blessings for you. That's who you are in God. You're blessed in God. You're kept in God. You are seen by God. You are loved by God. You are equipped to do good works. But guess what? Who you are on the inside is who he is because greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. You are called out from among them. You are a chosen and holy, set apart generation and people. Yes, you're children of God. And any child of God is a kept and loved child of God. Someone who has a place in this earth, someone who has power, someone who has purpose. 
right? Someone who has an assignment. And I'm mad at the enemy for making you believe that you don't. I'm mad at the enemy for making you believe that you don't have any power, that you're not kept, that you're not loved, that you can't change your situation, that you can't put your trust in your God, your father, your king, your Lord, your savior. I'm mad at the enemy for making you question who you are. He's getting you off of your post. But we cannot allow that, saints. <laughs> we can't allow that. And I won't I won't stand by and watch it happen. I won't. I won't. And so we're going to pray. We're going to pray today for God to help us to remember him. Remember all that he's done. Remember all that he says that we are and that he'll teach us how to go into his word to remind ourselves and to speak those things over our lives. And so are you ready to pray? My question. Are you ready to pray today? Because I am. (laughs) So let's do it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. First and foremost, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Bless your name, bless your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to enter into your gates with thanksgiving and to your courts with praise, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for being a father to the fatherless God, for those who have had experiences with their earthly fathers that weren't so pleasurable, Father. Thank you for being a good, good father to them. Thank you for being a good, good father to us, Father God, all of us, no matter what our experience has been. Thank you for being a father that takes care of us and looks after us, Father God, that provides for us, that keeps us safe, Father God, that feeds us and clothes us and shelter, give us shelter, Father God. Thank you for being a father. Thank you for being the one that goes out, Lord God, and make sure that we have what we need inwardly, Father God. Thank you for taking responsibility for us. Thank you for adopting us in your family. Thank you for being a father, a father whom we can look at and see ourselves in, Father. Thank you for being a father who gives us his DNA. Thank you for being a father who is an example before us, teaching us how to live this thing called life. Thank you for being a father that tells us who we are and teaches us how to be. Thank you for being a father that would never leave us alone. Thank you for being a father that that has the tools and the resources to make sure that we do excel. Thank you for being a father, Lord. Thank you, God, that when we look in the mirror, we can see you. In the name of Jesus, thank you for being a friend, God, a confidant. Thank you for sticking closer than a brother, Lord God. Thank you so much for caring for us and having your sweet Holy Spirit to wrap his arms around us and comfort us as we go through these trials of life. And as we even go through these seasons of questioning and trying to figure out who we are and what can we do and who can we be and where can we go? What do we have access to? God, I just thank you that you are the truth. And God, no manner of a lie can come up against the truth and prove itself real. God, we trust you today. We trust you today, God. We trust you today, Father God, that you made us in your image and in your likeness. Thank you for speaking life over us every single day. Thank you for singing over us. 
and dancing over us and having us on your mind and making a way out of no way, Father God. Thank you for making our path clear to us, Father God. Thank you for clarity of mind, Father God. Thank you for clear eyesight, Father God. Thank you for unclogging our ears that we may hear you, Father God. Thank you for putting us in a position of obedience, Lord God, because we know that each time we obey God, we're getting closer to you, Father God, and you're giving us more responsibility, Father God. And if there's a place where we have been disobedient, whether we know it or not, bring it to our remembrance, Lord God, that we may repent of it, Father God, and act in quick obedience, Father God, that we may be back in right alignment with you, Lord. I thank you that you made us more than conquerors, Father God. You've given us, God, armor to be able to put on so that we can defend ourselves against the enemy, Father God. I thank you, God, that we have the mind of Christ and that our mind is blessed. I thank you, God, that we don't have to give in to the lies of the enemy or believe what he's telling us, Father God, because it sounds logical. But I thank you that you're above logic. You are above logic, Father God. And I thank you that our true dependence and reliance is on you, God, that you would speak the truth of us to us, Father God. And we will respond to that, oh God. I thank you, God, that we are your sheep. You are our shepherd and the voice of a stranger we will not follow, Father. So teach us how to hear your voice and your voice only, Father God. Hallelujah. God, I thank you and I praise you that we would put put on the dunamis power that you put on the inside of us, Lord God, and we will deflect, Lord God, that we will defend ourselves from the enemy, Father God, that we don't continue to take the hits that he has planned for us, that we don't just sit and take it, that we don't be cowards, Father God, but I thank you, God, that we're strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. I thank you that we are victorious, Lord God. I thank you that we can speak to the enemy and declare that he is defeated, that we can rebuke him and he be rebuked. Father, I pray that we would know and remember who you've called us to be, knowing that we are your children, Lord God, and there is only victory in you. And because of that, we have victory, Father God. Teach us how to stop taking the blows of the enemy, Lord God, but that we will be victorious, Father God, doing our part going to war, advancing into the enemy's camp. <laughs> Give us the courage, God. Give us the courage to stand up in the face of those things that are in opposition to you and that are in opposition to us, Father God, and tell it where it has to go, to hell, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for giving us wisdom and discernment and confidence in you, Father God. Thank you that we don't have to run to and fro, God, looking over our shoulders, God, because you are with us, Lord. You come before us, behind us, and you're on the side of us, surrounding us, Father God. I pray that you would teach us how to call on the name of the Lord that we may be saved, even in the midst of our questioning, even in the midst of our uncertainty, God. But I pray that you give us a confidence in you because those who are confident in you are blessed. And we just read in Deuteronomy, oh God, the blessings for obedience, Lord God. And it's obedience for us to put our trust in you. It's obedience for us to know who you are. It's obedience for us to know who we are in you. It's obedience for us to be quiet so we can hear you. It's obedience for us to seek you, that we may find you. It's obedience for us to ask for wisdom if we lack it. It's obedience for us to know, God, who we are in you and speak it out loud and walk in that. So, God, I thank you and I praise you that the blessings of the Lord make us rich and addeth no sorrow, that we don't have to live a sorrowful life, that we don't have to live a defeated life. We don't have to live an overwhelmed and questioning life 
There are going to be moments I understand, God, because we are wrapped in flesh. We are human. But God, you are greater than that. You are greater than our flesh. You're greater than our questioning. You're greater than our logic. You're greater than our insecurities. You're greater than our past experiences. You're greater than our fears, Lord God. And so be greater. Be greater, God. Show us. God, for those who are needing you to just show up right now because they've been so overwhelmed, I thank you for showing up. I thank you for sending them a word. I thank you for this prayer that's ministering to them right now, God, that's bringing power back into them, oh God, and reminding them that they are yours and they are kept, Lord God. Therefore, there is no defeat on their uh, in their camp. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being present and for helping my sister and for helping my brother to remember who they are, to know who they are first and then to remember who they are. Thank you for illuminating your word before them, Lord God, that they may have scriptures to stand on and to fight with, Lord God. When the enemy came up against Jesus up on that mountain, <laughs> he said, it is written. So I thank you that you will give us our own. It is written moments, Lord God, that we may be able to talk to the enemy in his face and not cower and tell him what it is in the name of Jesus. So, God, we thank you and we praise you and I bless you, Lord God. This is what it is. This is what it is. And that's what I want my sisters and my brothers to say. This is what it is and this is what it's going to be, devil. Okay. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So, God, we praise you and we bless you for doing it. We thank you for showing up, Lord God. We thank you for giving us the strength, the power, the courage, the boldness, the know-how, the wisdom. Thank you for doing it, Lord God, for we are victorious in you. We are your children, Lord God. We will faithfully obey the voice of the Lord God and act in obedience and stop taking on a position of defense and start getting on the offense. And I trust you to do it, Lord God. I thank you for the testimonies that are coming. Thank you for the people that are coming out of this spiral, Lord God, that are standing on their two feet and raising their hands up to the sky saying, thank you, Lord, for without you, I could not have done it. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing, what you're already orchestrating, oh God, how you're changing the atmosphere, Father God. I thank you that you're teaching my sisters and my brothers, Lord God, how to be soldiers in this army, Father God, and how to see victory through to the end. In the name of Jesus, God, you're worthy and I bless your holy name. Amen. Y'all, <laughs> we just bombarded heaven. Listen, I love you so much and I cannot stand by and watch my sisters and my brothers be bullied by the enemy in their mind. I can't stand by and watch it. I have to intervene. I have to say no, 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 no. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I love you guys so much. And I want to encourage you do what you need to do to get well. Do talk to who you need to talk to, to get these thoughts out of your mind, because you know, the mind is a battlefield. Y'all I'm telling you firsthand, that's been my biggest struggle. My whole life is my mind. I stay in there and I play everything over and over. I come up with my own intros, middles, conclusion, assumptions, all of that. And that's where the enemy has fun with us. We got to get out, get outside of our mind and get inside of our faith. Get outside of your feelings and get inside of your faith. Okay. And you can't do it alone. If you can't do it alone, you can't do it alone. Call somebody, get some help, get some reinforcements. Armies don't, they're not an army of one. Okay. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Make sure you share this podcast 
with someone. And if you've been tuning in, please go ahead and leave me a review on your preferred listening podcast or share your thoughts with me. Actually, there is a link here that you get to share your thoughts with me and send me a voice memo or share it on my Facebook page and share it on your Facebook page. I I love to get the encouraging messages from you all of how these prayers are blessing you because this really is a labor of love. And this is my obedience to God when he told me to do this prayer podcast. This is my obedience. So um, let me know how it is impacting you. And I'm going to continue to pray with you and for you. And I love you so much. And guess what? I want you to stay fervent. Bye.